1: And what about the overall reaction to earnings? I mean, I'm not just talking from the big tech, right? Because they they let us up Mm -hmm. here, right? So are they gonna lead us down? I mean, Apple, I mean, oh you know, whatever. It was a pretty good report, right? Boom. It couldn't take out the 150. Mr. Softy, I mean, when you guys want to stop me talking about want me to stop talking about 290. Holy mackerel, back on 728, I said a quadruple top. It got through there in the uh in the pre market after hours but there is just there's just a wall there um amazon amazon got amazon here good call by triple D it did hold yesterday's low, so if you have a reference you know you have a reference point here uh Google i mean that ran like crazy but boom that twenty eight hundred it hit a roadblock and then uh facebook i mean had just a tremendous run into the report, and now it's given some back. So overall, the reactions to good earnings reports has not been super positive.
0: And it's not just the tech. It was in the banks, sure. you know, it's been in a number of stocks. Oh, yeah. Here. Good point. And then you're seeing the consumer staples. And I know Procter and Gamble did okay, but man, you were seeing cost inflation hitting some of the major companies. We have to go to the Clorox story. That's gotta be one of the biggest down moves for Clorox ever. I can't remember the last time I saw Clorox down 11%. This is a stock that typically moves around 1% or 2%. I know during COVID times last year, it was really getting some pops. But, I mean, you look at this thing. I actually, when it was down this much, I had to go and look at the reports. So I was skimming through it this morning. <laughs> they cite cost inflation in multiple places saying um, their margin is going to be squeezed by as much as 300 to 400 basis points um, for at least the next quarter until they can start to figure out how to pass on some of these costs. But, you know, they've, they've got the input costs that are hitting them. And then it's not only that, it's sales are starting to come in because people were loading up on Clorox during the pandemic or loading up on their cleaning products. And you know what? They're stocked up and they're not buying as much here right now. So, perfect storm for Clorox. Sales going down, margins getting squeezed, lots of bad stuff happening here. I had this in my portfolio for a little bit. I sold it out, thank goodness, because it's down 20 bucks today. People would be coming in and saying, wow, how can you go wrong buying Clorox down 20 bucks? But I never liked to buy on day one. And I'll tell you, it was a disaster,
2: disaster of a report. Uh, Joel, you, why don't you bring up your charts while I read what I haven't
1: were- brought them up. I got them. It says stop sharing.
2: Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> Okay, I'll kind of stop sharing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Q4 earnings per share, 95 cents is what Clorox made last quarter uh, versus a $1.36 estimate. Sales also missed, as Dennis said, $1.8 versus $1.92 billion. Here are some more details. Uh, sales declined 9.2% year over year. There we go. We got the charts up. Uh, fall in sales driven by deceleration of shipments from peak levels during the pandemic. Uh, including a more than expected deceleration in the health and wellness segment, uh, in which revenues fell 17% year over year. Uh, Households fell 8% year over year, lifestyle 3%, international actually grew 5% year over year. Uh, Gross profit declined. Um. Da, da, da. Here, here's a quote the fiscal year 21 was an extraordinary year for Clorox with the pandemic putting us through the test of volatility including rapid changes in consumer demand and inflationary pressure Um, it's, and like they're saying it's going to be impossible to continue that here are some guidance so those are all backward looking numbers let's give you some forward looking stuff that's more important right Uh, fiscal yeah. year 22 adjusted EPS guidance and a range of Call it mid five dollars, right? Five forty to five seventy. Estimate was up in the seven dollar range. Seven dollars oh, sixty seven. That's those, those margins estimate. getting squeezed. So uh they expect a two to six percent decline in sales year over year, uh, for the fiscal year. Um, but again, it's just like Dennis said, I mean, it's 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 uh demand going back to normal and uh and so I guess inflationary pressures, I, I, guess they, I guess they can't pass it all down to the consumer. I, if well, they you can. can. You uh, just work. can't
0: do it all at once. I mean, yeah. You know, so I think that's what a lot of these companies are going to struggle with. You know, it's one thing. But, you know, some of these input costs on them some you know, are, are up substantially. You know, you can't pass on a 50% if you have some of your products. And I'm, I'm not, you know, they didn't break it down. But I'm sure there's some of their input, you know, <laughs> chemicals and stuff that have went up, you know, maybe more than 50%. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to just pass that on. You can't just jack it from like ten bucks to fifteen bucks overnight. You can jack it up a little bit, but over time they'll catch it up. But right now, it's hard. It's hard to just you know when you're seeing inflation like that. And we know it's maybe just transitory, but that's what the Fed says. But we know it might not be too. So it's not just the little guy getting hit. You know, big companies are getting squeezed here too with inflationary pressures.
1: Yeah. Do you wanna? Do you want an eight star today?
0: Yeah, give me the best level of all levels. Are you sure? Yeah.
1: 155.77. Why? Uh, February low of 2020, 154.88. They bought the
0: entire pandemic run.
1: Yes. The entire thing. And March low was 156.68. We
0: don't need Clorox anymore. We're getting past. (laughs) Delta, but you know what? You know, enough- I was gonna
1: say that. I was gonna say that, and I didn't think that that was appropriate to say. But I'm you know like- what?
0: One thing though is they found out as we went further in the pandemic, and remember, Clorox just got ridiculously jacked back in March and April when it went from one hundred and sixty dollars to two hundred fourteen dollars overnight. They figured out that you know people weren't getting COVID from surfaces. They weren't getting COVID from touching things. They were getting COVID from breathing other people's air particles. So, I mean yeah, that's, that's where Clorox, you know, had the ridiculous run and I think, you know, people have realized just because they wiped down their countertops, you know, it's not going to keep their restaurant open. It's not going to, you know, keep them from getting COVID. It's not what's on the table, it's what's in the air. And I think that's, you know, why Clorox has somewhat been a victim of uh of of this to to a certain extent now because, you know, people, yeah. Are, are starting to get that. They're not thinking it's on surfaces and they're not just going out and buying all the Clorox they can possibly get because we need to kill every germ that's out there. I mean, I was wiping down all my groceries I, I, back in March. So, many, in April, people too. Mentioned, so yeah. many
1: people mentioned that to me recently. And, and you
0: know, and I never, and, and just look, so, <laughs> you know, just to give you, you know, even with the cold or a flu, like I'm fighting a little bit of a cold because I went out for the first time in a year and a half and socialized at a campground and 10 out of the 13 people got sick um you know here we were you know for the last year doing click and collect other people touching our, our stuff you know click and collect is like they you know that, that's what they call it at least we, 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 in we same it. thing well i didn't know if they call it the same thing though but anyways they call it our superstore click and collect so you have other people physically touching your food putting it in there so in the first month back in march 2000 i was wiping it all down with clorox wipes well then they, you know studies keep coming out it's like and it's not you're not getting it from the surfaces so all these times I've had these Clorox, you know, all you know, all these times that I was wiping it down wasn't helping because then I went the next year, didn't wipe anything down, didn't get sick. Go out for one week, somebody sneezes on you the wrong way and you get sick. So it's obvious, you know, that you're not you're getting this from the air, you're not getting it from surfaces. So I think that does affect it as well.
1: All right. I I, I mistook when you said about getting the delta variant because I thought you were talking about um the vaccine. What? what? Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, Joel's went on a tangent here, but we do not. Follow. Some people will get that. Some okay, all right, moving
2: on. Move, it's move going
1: on. back a while. Some right, people,
2: tough, tough some joke. smart
1: people in the chat will get it.
2: Okay, anyway. um, uh, both
1: We got a step down seller right now. I don't know who or she is, but yeah, step down seller, pre market low 160.61. Boy, oh boy. I mean, if you if you're short or if you're, you know, you feel like you want to cover today, note that pre market low and then see if we just keep wherever it's gonna you're be. Sure you're sure
0: you're a genius.
1: If you're short, you're a genius, but see where that pre of short. my I don't think we're gonna see my 155.78. But um, maybe I mean anything can happen. But oh, I'm just saying if about
0: twenty have, bucks, you fall another five, it can. That's why I always let the dust settle. Yep. Let the dust settle. Because you know what? Yeah, this could be square. It isn't square. I'll tell you that. You know, where it turns around on a dime. You know, we—I I never liked to buy on day one. I did not buy on square on day one, even though I was kind of liking it down to the two thirty area. I want another low, and it never—it just completely reversed. You're not going to wow. see this in this report. You know, it's not—it's not, not going to pull a full reversal and be up one ten bucks. I mean, oh, no, this no, no, is no, this no. is a bad enough report that it's going to have a lasting effect on people who are in the stock. They're like, wow, I did not see that coming. So that's why P- I don't think there's yeah. a hurry to buy Clorox.
1: PG came off too. I mean, this took a you know, Colgate, Palmolive. I mean, uh, boom. That ooh. Boy, that got whacked yesterday if you were following that into the report. Uh, and what else falls in here, Dennis? What else do you like to group with these stocks? Uh, mm. Colgate, PG, Clorox, what else? Do you, anything else you can throw in there? Mm, Church well, and KMB.
0: But, but again, so- Procter Gamble has already reported. True. Yes, so that helps them so it won't get hit as hard because we already know that they actually were okay through it, on the import cost at least. KMB is down. Um,
1: can B still due to report?
0: Must be. Down Can't a buck. Be? I can tell you.
1: Uh, I might have reported when it went down to 130. It, it
0: may have.
1: Yeah, it did. It, it did. did.
0: Anyway, it it Kimberly Clark is down yeah. a buck. I wouldn't want to own Procter Fair and enough. Gamble just because, you know, right now it's trading flat here, but I mean, Clorox down 20. Procter and Gamble going to stay green? Poof. I don't know. I don't know who's buying it flat, but not me. Not, not you. Not me. I have no position in
2: no all position right. either. Should we talk? Uh, let's talk China. Let's talk Alibaba here. Um, so I I went to the the earnings release and I did a control F for the word uh, regulation or regulatory or anything like that. Um, found five instances of five, five mentions of the word, but uh, all generic. Basically, there was nothing in there in the report about uh, anything that's happened in the past couple of weeks. Um, I, and I and I even cross checked it against the. Press releases from the last quarter and the the Last three quarters just to see it. But no there was nothing special in the press Release with regards to uh, anything In the last few weeks they did beat on their EPS missed on their sales and added a five Billion dollar buyback um, So the numbers are going to be what they Are I, I guess maybe the I would expect something on the call The call is going on Right now um, maybe They're saying something I don't know I would Certainly hope so but then Again Maybe not. Um, Regardless, what's the stock doing this morning?
1: It had to pop and to drop. Uh, We got up over uh, yesterday's high. Saw it pop to two hundred three thirty-eight. Now down a buck fifteen. Keep eye on that closing price from yesterday. After trading up to two hundred three, I'm sure a lot of people would like to see that. Uh, The close two double zero nine. So nice pop off that low. Uh, yesterday's lows down to 196 and a quarter, and that was right with Friday's highs. So, 196, uh, 2009. There's some levels for you in Alibaba.
0: I mean, Baba, just you know, we can look at levels, you can look at this, but it matters what is politics happening in China. Politics matter to every Chinese stock right now. Just ask Tencent, Spencer, bring us into Tencent, uh, because it's getting hit over in Hong Kong, it's down six percent. All the gaming makers, oh, yeah, oh. get hit on.
2: That's too Joe, so Why don't you bring up Netties N T E S because that one does trade here in the US? And so, so here's here's the situation is there is a an article that's that's been deleted, it's been taken down now, but it was it was published in, in uh you know the, the, the state owned uh, Chinese newspaper but essentially criticizing video games called called video games opium for the mind. Um and again it's been removed. So you can't find well, you can't find it now. Uh, but just, just the just the article alone again from the state-owned paper is enough to spook everybody yeah. uh, now. So that maybe video games are the next target because we don't really know, no. you know, what kind of signals that they're sending or not sending. So anyway, NetEase and Billy Billy are, are the two uh, big ones that trade that trade wow. in the U.S. actively. Yeah. Uh, there are many more, obviously, but that don't trade actively in the US. Tencent is the big one. They're not in the US. I mean, they are, but they're uh, on OTC markets. And there's a bunch of other names that don't trade in the US. Tencent's the-
0: down 6% in Hong Kong. Uh, down
2: Ro- 6%. Roblox does have some exposure to China for uh while. For- okay,
1: so Roblox getting hit a little bit here. Hey, it's Joel L. Conan. Save the date for August 21st for the pre market prep introduction to professional trading special featuring myself, Dennis, and Rob Freeze in a bright trading. We'll spend three hours discussing how to become a professional trader, the pros and cons of different order types, the best brokers to use, and how we prepare for our trading day, and much more. Go to premarketprep.com to register today.
0: There's so many people in our chat that are just, you know, nobody's scared of Delta. I will tell you, the stock's are telling you a completely different story. So maybe there's no people, in your opinion, chat, whoever isn't saying that in the chat, that's scared of Delta, but the stocks are scared of Delta. Uber, $60, $42. You know, Lyft, same thing. You know, you, you look, can look through all these stocks. It is very, very clear that we have an anti reopening trade in the last few weeks. It is so clear, so clear. Tech has been getting a bit. So, I mean, this is Lyft. It, it has a pretty decent report, but what do they do? they sell it off anyways. They, they, they're, they're selling all rallies and anything that's reopening. I don't know when that changes. I hope it changes. But I'm a trader and I have to identify trends. And you've been, if you've been selling rips on the reopening stocks, you've been making money. If you've been buying dips on the reopening stocks, you've probably been struggling because they continue to dip lower. So as a trader, I've got to identify those trends. That's my job. Right now, you can clearly see tech in favor. Reopening is not. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com.
1: This, th- I got a story here that I never told. <laughs> oh, no. So this is this is a good one. Okay. You okay. will like this one. Okay. It, it's kind of floor related, but it's not and uh if everyone thinks I'm old already you oh, you're yeah. rip- we
0: love it when Joel dates himself
1: this is really old okay this is uh in 1987 okay when yeah. uh when during the crash um they basically kept, came down and said you know unless you have like a hundred grand or a quarter million in your account you can't you can't trade on the floor right gotcha. so I didn't quite have an that much money in my account. And uh so I was upstairs trading and things were absolutely crazy and the market was just crashing. And this one guy's and then I'm not I remember his whole name but I'm not gonna give it. Okay. And he he was sitting there and he's watching the market go down and he's like oh my god I gotta get short. I gotta get short. I don't know where to get short and he goes so he picks up the phone he had to call on the order and he goes sell one market and then the person hung up the phone on him like you want me to sell a one lot you know and then he and then he waits about 15 seconds he goes i shouldn't have done that and he picks up the phone he goes buy one okay it took him like two and a half hours to get the fill. Oh, and he wow. Ended up, and he, yeah, they're like a one lot in the crash. They're like, you're selling one at the market, buy one at the market.
0: Yeah, we're not taking your odd <laughs> lot trades here, basically, right now. We're not worried <laughs> about that. Where'd they execute them?
1: I think he scratched <laughs> sold it or the something.
0: low, bought it no, the hot. <laughs> or
1: lost them. money or something. Two and, and I a half just... hour
0: confirm in a crash. That's
1: what? Yeah, like the people on the floor, they probably just never, you know, I mean and also, when things like that, the paper just stacks up on you know because everything was an automated paper trail. So you know all of a sudden when things slow down, you just have all this paper in front of you with all this handwriting that you can't read. Yeah. It's uh I, I remember I remember Steve doing that trade. So when Spencer well,
2: I, that was me yesterday, uh <laughs> You're and, right and, in the in the flying that stock's flying high. My my odd uh, one. My odd lot but <laughs> if you um if you are curious, you can watch this whole thing kind of play out because I did it on the stream. Yeah, at oh, like nice. 935 yesterday. Live trading with uh, Spencer yeah. Israel. That could be a segment. Yeah, on our show after this. Uh that we do live trading with Benzing Anyway, so the new the overnight news that Dennis was referring to you on, on Hood was this offering the uh, selling shareholders. There is some shareholder out there that has decided they want to sell 98 million shares of Robin Hood. <laughs> um, my, my, my suspicion, and I, I have no information, this is just what I think, is I think some institution, some pension fund, whatever, saw yesterday. They were like, oh my God, I did not sign up. I'm sorry, oh my gosh. I should say, oh my gosh, I did not sign up for this. Get me out. I want out. I want out. That's I think what I think. they want to ring
0: the register.
2: Okay. I'd want to ring the register too. It's like, boom, 85 bucks.
0: Get me out. Let's ring. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. So it's down. You know what? I was actually, I heard the offering and I was like, wow, you know, Vlad is smart. And then it was like by selling <laughs> shareholders. And I'm like, no, I'm like, Robinhood, if it's, it's going to pop up like this, sell some stock for the shareholder, like sell some stock for the company. So raise some cash at, you know, these higher prices there. That's what I was hoping he would do. But this is for selling shareholders. So just to clarify, that means the company is not getting the money for these shares. This is somebody that wants out. So this is for an individual. So this isn't even a good offering. This isn't one you want to see. You never want to, they're, they're not, they're never, you know, when you've got selling shareholders that want out, it's never, there's no way to spin that as a really a good thing. So, I mean, you know, we, we've looked at, you know, different situations where a stock is rallying high and they want to sell stock to raise money to do better things at a really high inflated price. Um, you know, those are better reasons to have an offering. So um, stock down, it's down six bucks. I mean, this is a wild child. I would look at yesterday's low at the, as the first area of major support. It's how we did it four days ago. Look at the daily bars. I mean, you can look at all the intraday stuff, but really you got 54 bucks. I would imagine. If it gets really silly and it wants to come way down, I would imagine that 54, 55 area finds some buyers. I don't know if it's going to get down there, but falling nine bucks when a stock's moving around 80% in a day from the previous candle, it's possible. So if I was looking to buy it, that's probably the first level I would look at. I'm not looking to buy it. In all likelihood, I won't even make a trade in it. I did make one trade in it yesterday, too. It wasn't nearly as good as yours, Spencer Israel. I think I made 14 cents. I got in it.
1: How did you <laughs> I
0: got in it, and I had immediate buyer's remorse, because I couldn't get a locate, so I can't even short it. I had immediate buyer's remorse. I'm like, you know, I'm turning around selling this. I was in it for like 10 seconds. I was like, what am I doing? Stop trading this stuff. So you leave it on your screen long enough. You look at it, you want to make a trade in it. So better not to even look at it, but... It, it-
2: if you guys want, I will do like a three-hour course if you want to attend about how to make ten dollars on, on every trade. That would be amazing. I would
0: actually sign up. That's yeah. we're okay. going to
2: add you to our our, okay. our, our, our
0: curriculum there for.
2: Well, uh, not this time because I'll be at a wedding, but ne- next time. Uh, you know
1: what? Uh, just real quick. I know we got to bring Mark on, but I, yeah. I got uh someone tweeted at me yesterday uh, about you know why do we mention why do I mention daily highs and lows so much and then also look at the weekly and the monthly. And Dennis, you just mentioned it there. I mean, it's no it's no secret sauce. It's just, you know, two lows in the same area or two highs in the same area, you know, give you an indication that someone bigger is doing something. And then when they coincide with the weekly and the monthlies and things just kind of all line up. You know, it all comes from the dailies, but you know, weekly data is made up of daily data, and monthly data is made up of daily data. So it was a good question. I don't know if I explained it right on uh, on Twitter, but you know, if you're, you're short term, long term, whatever, it, that's a great example in Hood when it made that double bottom there. Technically, sixty bucks is the pre market low. That's all I have to say about that. Trade at your own discretion. Spencer will be wild doing child. Yeah. I mean the halts. I mean, come on, that's just that. I, I don't even know. That's just like a blank check, right? Because it went to eight. What if you bought it like eighty four ninety nine? It gets halted eighty five. You think it's opening up at a hundred?
2: I don't know. I mean, well, and, and the worst part of all this is, is it got halted. And my first thought was, oh, I didn't see. I did not see this coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is there one person that's selling this, or is there uh, a group of people selling this? It's got to be a group
2: they of selling people.
0: shareholders or selling shareholders. It, it looks like um well insiders ninety eight mil yeah that's by selling shareholders.
2: Well, but for, for all but we know, it's some it's it's one person representing. Maybe it's flat you know? it's a joke. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think it's flat. It'd be yeah. interesting to find be. out who it is. I don't think we'll ever know,
0: in but a, you know sometimes sometimes you find out from the street, but for the most part, yeah. you sometimes
1: never find you out. Don't. Hey, it's Joel L. Conan. Save the date for August 21st for the pre-market prep introduction to professional trading special. Featuring myself, Dennis, and Rob Friesen of Bright Trading. We'll spend three hours discussing how to become a professional trader the pros and cons of different order types, the best brokers to use and how we prepare for our trading day and much more. Go to premarketprep.com to register today. Quantitatively
0: speaking, when you have stocks that are in downtrends and you get those counter rallies, they typically only last a couple of days. Um, And usually they start to find sellers again. And you can clearly see on some classic reopening stocks like American airlines, been in a downtrend here for the last month or two for sure if you look out i mean if you go further you could argue that there's a you know, an uptrend there still like joel was saying but if you look the in last month and a half it's in a downtrend every rally has still been met with more sellers so does that happen again with american airlines does that happen again with royal caribbean does that happen again with wind resorts the betting money would say that yes you're correct spencer that's probably just You know, a a little bit of a dead cap bounce, and you know, you often get a two or three day relief rally, and then it's just met with more sellers. But the the other, you know, part of this equation is that you know, there these stocks are massively oversold, and these stocks, you know, on a valuation perspective, are a lot cheaper than they were a couple months ago. So um, I don't know when the 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 current downtrend ends here, but it's still intact for all these stocks. So that would mean that I'm more of a sell the rip as opposed to buy the rip, which I never do. But um, I, I tend to agree with you. I think if you're underweight reopening stocks, I think I'd use pullbacks to get into those things. I want to be buying them after 10% rallies. Again, the name of the game is buy the dip or or sell the rip, not buy the rip. So when I'm seeing stocks rip up 10%, that's not the day I'm going in them. In them. So I mean, that's how I play it. I mean, sometimes, you know, stock rips up 10%, sometimes goes up another 10%. It's harder for a stock in an uptrend. So I'd use pullbacks if I wanted to enter some of those stocks, like Uber yesterday. I was like, I want a reopening stock. I thought, I said on the show, I thought Uber was one of the best reopening plays, So I bought it and I was rewarded for it.
3: Introducing Wondersuite from bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital
1: Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today.